The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. There is a saying, to be wise, be tranquil first. To be wise, be calm first. And I think that the middle saying is connected to the idea that if you're agit if we're agitated, restless, it's hard for us to access our wisdom, our deeper understanding, our our inner goodness that can inform how we want to live our life and so a calm, a, some, some degree of calmness and tranquility gives us access to different parts of our inner life than anger does or fear does, anxiety, desire. And so to uh, part of the function of deepening this meditation practice is not, not just to become calm or tranquil for its own sake, but it's really a preparatory um, state to allow for something deeper still to happen, deeper wellsprings of both wisdom and also the deeper wellsprings of meditation. The um, <clears throat> uh, meditation is often associated with becoming calm, so whether this word should be calm, tranquil, relaxed, depends on the context, depends on what is kind of most obvious in any given moment. There are times we're just feeling, just relaxing, it really feels like the front and center is what we should do. Other times it's to become be calmer, take a few deep breaths and relax, uh, step away from some tense situation, take 10 steps, count those 10 steps and then return. Just to calm down, to discharge some of the tension that's built up. And, um, but I like this word tranquility. I don't like to use it, translate it as uh, tranquilize the body uh, because it's, uh, I associate too much with uh, something you do with animals when you, you know, uh, euthanize them, we tranquilize them somehow or um, put them to sleep even sometimes. Some animals, they have these tranquility darts to, for, for wild animals to, so they can care for them. So, um, uh, so maybe it's unfortunate that I have those associations, but uh, but to, but tranquility is such a beautiful state to become tranquil, and uh, exactly how it's described or how it's felt from it's probably very personal, and different people will experience it differently. So I feel a little shy to even suggest how it is, but to kind of give point in the direction maybe of how you can feel it more fully, I think of it as um, a glowing stillness or as a warm um, coolness, warm peacefulness, or as a vibrating stillness. And all those kinds of uh, description, uh, you know, I feel it kind of spreading in parts of my body it's a, it's a spreading feeling of tranquility. So sometimes I feel it spreading down into my arms, down towards my elbows, sometimes um, kind of around the front of the rib cage, 
um, sometimes it seems to just be kind of feels like it's pervasive, but uh, some places it's stronger than others. And some of the places where it feels strong, sometimes it feels like this uh, wondrous absence. It's like this is kind of, there's nothing there except some sense of peacefulness and somehow in the center of my chest or uh, someplace. And um, so uh, when I first started um, doing Vipassana practice, this insight practice, uh, partly because of the way it was taught and partly because of my background in Zen, uh, I had this idea that the, the highest thing you could do, the most meaningful way of practicing, was not to try to make anything happen, but to really just show up for what's there, just show up for what's happening. And that's a profound thing to do, absolutely. It's a wonderful way of practicing. And sooner or later, when we do insight meditation, um, that's the name of the game, to just show up and be present for what's there. And um, But over time I learned that uh, there's no crime committed by being a little bit more actively involved in meditation and to try to, to actually change your experience to, within reason. And, um, and uh, to be a little bit more uh, uh, agent of change, to try to make things to happen. And, uh, and the simplest things to do, and it's best to keep it simple, is um, to relax. To uh, sit down and to do some relaxation of the body, relaxation of the mind. And that's a doing, it's not just being. Um, and then to prioritize a little bit certain things to be aware of. And in this breath meditation we're teaching at the beginning of Satipatthana Sutta, there's a prioritization to feeling the breathing and also to feel the whole body as we breathe. So first we take time getting centered on the breathing, getting focused, getting concentrated. And that might be, you know, months of practice for a beginner just kind of learning to be centered and coming in and staying with the breath, not wandering off so easily. Uh, but as, uh, but, or it might be for the first 10 minutes of a sitting, that just kind of gathering yourself around the breathing and keeping it really simple, not trying to do much more than just kind of uh, come back to breathing, rest in breathing, get focused. But as, as there's some stability happening, then to become aware of the, uh, open up the awareness of to the whole body, or, or a wider awareness, um, as if the breathing is like a, a, um, a warm, uh, refreshing wind that is blowing uh, through us and uh, allowing us to feel the different parts of our body as we breathe. And so there's a prioritization of feeling the body, being grounded in the body, knowing the body. and. Um, and then as the body gets more known, and some of it, it just happens, and some of it does happen without our choosing to or making it happen, just simply settling more and more into the breathing, it tends to, things relax, and the ways in which the mind is chasing experience or chasing thoughts relaxes, and we begin kind of, uh, kind of a natural way of opening the awareness to the senses. And we tend, meditators tend to become more embodied as they practice, especially if the breathing's with the, the meditation's focused on the, on the breathing. So whether it's a natural by-process, a natural byproduct of getting focused, 
on the breathing to feel the whole body, or at some point choosing to do that and kind of opening the awareness up. At some point we want to start feeling the whole body more broadly. And that, and that allows, as we feel it more, allows for this relaxation, the last step of this first exercise. And uh, uh, helping the body become more tranquil, tranquilizing the body, calming the body down. And um, and uh, here the prayer, the emphasis is the body, and not being too caught up or concerned with the mind yet. That comes later in the Satipatthana uh, practice. But now it's just the body, and partly that's preparing the ground for later. And uh, it turns out the more we can be centered and grounded in our embodied experience, um, the easier it is to be wise about what goes on in the mind. Easier it is to uh, observe it in a way that's uh, meditative and helpful and supportive of this path to liberation. And so to begin appreciating what it feels like to be tranquil and to, uh, as we go about our day, uh, see the difference between having some modicum of calm tranquility in the body and some and being agitated and restless in the body or tense in the body and then um, and but uh, seeing that clearly and don't let yourself succumb to greater and greater tension don't give yourself over to getting more agitated in the body or more tense in the body and um, and there's all these forces you know that uh, that we have that kind of unconscious, subconscious ideas that it's important to get tense, important to take care of ourselves, it's important to get, you know. And and so there's this buildup of tension that can happen. Sometimes over the course of the day, a lot of little movements of tension build. So by the end of the day, we're exhausted or really tense. And the idea is to is to be careful with that and to be able to notice the difference between when we start getting tense and agitated and when we can be more peaceful and tranquil. And when there's a choice, uh, try choosing the tranquil way, the peaceful way, the calm way, and see whatever needs to be done in your life that you can do fine uh, from a tranquil place, a peaceful, calm place. Maybe you can do even better because if you want to be wise, be tranquil first. And um, if you want to be, uh, to do things well, be tranquil first. I certainly have had times where I've been worked fast, tried to do something, and it took longer to do it because I made mistakes as I did it went along and I had to redo it. So, um, so this idea that uh, tranquility, calm, is maybe not a way of taking care of things, taking care of ourselves, getting things done, is not always a wise uh you know, policy. So to begin appreciating tranquility, valuing it, and um, and for in um, in the Buddhist practice, embodied tranquility and peacefulness is the precursor, the foundation for a deep sense of happiness. Not kind of an evaluative happiness, kind of you know, I won the California lottery and therefore I'm really happy, which is more of a mental, cognitive kind of happiness but uh, a deep, settled, warm-hearted, warm-bodied happiness that just glows and feels so nice to have. And uh, the movement here of tranquility is to create the foundation for that happiness, that well-being, the joy. 
And um, and uh, so for the purpose of meditation, this this calm, this tranquility is a foundation for the joy and the happiness that's going to come. And one of the things I've talked about yesterday and today is to take time to 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 feel the impact of things, the influence of things, the the after effect of things. Like I started off yesterday with feeling the after effect of relaxation. Feeling you can also feel the after effect of tranquility. And the reason for that is that uh, in that tranquility, as we settle, there can be a beginning of. Um, of uh, a beginning of um, of uh, feelings of joy and delight and sense of well-being that uh, are also wonderful to feel and open up to that supports the greater tranquility. So we are allowed to ch- work on changing our experience a little bit here in Satipatthana. Most of Satipatthana, most of this mindfulness practice is in fact about just being present and being aware of how things are without changing them. And that's a very profound thing to do. But we are also at times allowed, encouraged in this practice to take some um, agency to move our practice along in some direction, move our practice into a a relaxation, a calm, a tranquility of body. And... um, while we stay alert and upright, so we don't slump or kind of get too relaxed. This wonderful combination of being alert and being um, tranquil is is uh, delicious. And um, but don't work on it too hard. Know how to moder- moderate moderate yourself, moder- uh, follow yourself, and monitor yourself so that um, you don't get agitated or restless because you're trying too hard, doing too much. Let your efforts be calm. Let your efforts to be calm become themselves. So thank you. And, um, and uh, so tomorrow, maybe in the next few days, we'll build on this breath meditation that's the beginning of Satipatthana to, to talk about how it moves into the refrain, uh, which is the the description of the deepening of the practice. And um, then we'll keep going. Thank you.